people with the, with the ideas that, oh, everyone has to be in on the team at the same time. Well, you got to realize these are professional athletes. Some have families. Some don't. Some like to go out. Some don't. Some have this. Of some course. have that. Some can't drink alcohol. Some fucking binge drink. But can score goals. Like, you have to accommodate to that. And if that's not your, your football player, then... But you also can't have a three-ring circus. This that isn't Barnum and Bailey, Everyone's mate. life is different. You're going to have one end of the and the other, and that's that's what soccer well, is. Yeah, that's what the sport is. But and you Arteta need some can't bounds. Do, you can't just be like, listen, Arteta- guys, today you can float like butterflies and f- masturbate each other. He, you know, he's going to have to put a stop to what's going on, mate. What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? All I'm saying is he doesn't have his – his belief system, from what I'm gathering, is that he can't deal with personalities, and and, and he needs someone to be plain. You can't have 11 James Milners out there. On today's Footy Corner, Tottenham plays Sandstorm until Pep's ears fall off as they go to the top of the table. Liverpool put on an impressive display with half their team missing and spank Leicester. David Coote is added again, causing controversy. Arsenal are in crisis. <laughs> Shit. And Fulham missed another penalty. One of the typical predictions, comments, and also the week in Fantasy Corner and Gambling Corner. 5 a.m. next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arine, how's everything going? Everything's good. You didn't do the intro. What do you mean? This is the intro. How's everything going? No, no. You go, welcome to the footy corner. No, no, like... When have I ever done that, mate? No. The very... Dude, you you don't know what I'm... Are you too tired for this? No. We do that at... We're going to do that at the end. Oh. Lad. <laughs> That's not what usually happens. We, are we... Re- well, you didn't tell me you were skipping that. Okay, I'll do that for No, you. no. We can... No, we can, no, 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 we, no. Keep going. We'll do it at the end. Why are we doing it at the they end? They will never know. The people listening are in a morphed universe. <laughs> will they, will they will never know what happened. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Ashton, how's it going? No. No. I asked you. How's you didn't it going? answer. It's going okay. <laughs> a little tired. We just had Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's currently 2.44 in the morning, and we're in the um, at-home basement in Naperville. Yeah. So, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, How was your tournament? <laughs> um, it was good. Only won two hundred dollars, but it is what it is. Um, so first things first. My bets have been electric lately, and I'm currently waiting on the cricket results to come through for me. This dude just bet cricket. Yeah, a lot, a large amount too. Anyway, unreal. Shall we just get straight to the action? How section? was your Thanksgiving meal? It was good. Uh, well, you know, okay, so. The turkey, turkey was, no, the, was probably the best we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, it was. But then we didn't have anything else because it was just us, right? So it was like mashed potatoes. And the mashed potatoes weren't ate. homemade. Right. And There was no fish for you. It's been mailed in. What? Aside from that, I, I mean, the turkey was worked very hard and well on, but I think it was mailed in. What do you mean mailed in? Like, you know, we had, so I didn't even have cranberry. I didn't see it till later. I put cranberry and mashed potatoes. And gravy and mashed potatoes. Shout out, Brian. We did have gravy. It was pretty good gravy. Yeah. And then there was like one Persian dish in there somewhere. I didn't have it. I had a little bit. Diversity. The salad was good too, but... And but cheesecake like there were none of the, the other like dishes. The cheesecake was electric because it was well, also our dad's birthday. I was... Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dad. I was going to try to get him on the show, but that would have been That's wild. That's wild. Um, 
but again, I just can't emphasize the mashed potatoes. That's yeah. my that's my favorite meal part well, of Thanksgiving. I could have made it, mate. Well, and no one's had my banana bread. Well, you've made the well. That's for tomorrow morning. Or yeah, the this pumpkin morning. cheesecake. I've also I've also factory. gone in on Newcastle tomorrow well, morning. Callum Wilson's healthy. Corner. It's in the betting and corner. And Crystal Palace are all dead. Gambling corner. Gambling corner. All right, so off to the show. Shall we? Okay. Let's jump into it. This might be shorter because we might be trying to sleep at some point. So we'll see what happens. Tottenham, Manchester City. Your boys. Tottenham 2, Man City nil. First place Tottenham now. Uh, Son with the early, early goal. And Lo Celso scoring 35 seconds after coming on to seal it. Manchester City had chance after chance yeah. after chance. Couldn't score. This is a typical Mourinho kind of win. I want to ask you first, though. Friend of the your... Pod Lo Celso fucking scoring. How about that? Yeah. Uh, what are your impressions on your boy, Encon Dembele? He yeah. Had a, he had a very nice assist you... to Son earlier, and he's been playing a lot better in the 10 roll. Here's what I'm saying, though. Kind of wild how he's linked to Barcelona, and then they start playing him, and he starts playing lights up. But he, if I remember correctly, before his whole little feud, wasn't he pretty good? Wasn't uh, he decent? He was okay. He was okay. I wonder what he did, which is why we need to have a spur. We that's the one fan we haven't. We've even well, found a Man City fan in this world. Shall we say the news to the people? Well, don't say the news. We gotta. We might have a very famous Spurs fan on. Well, not yeah. very famous, but like well, a popular, in my opinion, the most famous. Yeah, a very popular. Well, not the most. I mean, I'm sure there's a really famous person that's a Spurs fan, but they don't count because they don't. In terms of knowing the topic pretty well, we can have him on. Maybe pretty okay, well, very well. All right. Well, I won't tell. I may have leaked it to a few people. Okay. But we won't tell everyone. Well, I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up unless, uh, if he's hearing this, um, unless he actually gets on it, because then I'd be well, we, We'll have to reach out. We'll see if we can get a hold of him to do it. But I mean, uh, it wasn't happening this week. But I'd like, I just want to know how the hell he's just fucking turning it up. And do you think Barcelona is still going to be in for him? <sighs> I mean, shit, I would be. Look at this guy. He's kind of balling out. But but you you don't sell him if you're Spurs. You're in a title race right Bro, now. They're if in I'm first in place. Dembele, I'm fucking saying it's Barcelona. It's like I don't blame Suarez or like those guys, Coutinho, for leaving. Right. I would do the same thing. Okay. I mean, Barcelona's Barcelona. Yeah. Well. With or without Messi, that's on, the honest truth. Okay. Well, Encon Dembele aside, Sandstorm was playing a bunch again. It played Only three twice. times. It actually played a oh, third time. The, the offside goal came back. Uh, which but, is a wild goal song to choose. It is. In 2020. You know, I feel like as Hawks fans, though, because we have Chelsea electric. Dagger, we can't. What do you mean? Chelsea Dagger's... I, no, it's a great song. Sandstorm, I, like, I bet Sandstorm's you, a meme. Sandstorm would bring joy to us, though. But Sandstorm's a meme. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, but it's also Chelsea a Dagger ain't a meme. What do you mean it's a meme? What generation? You never heard? YouTube, when you go on YouTube videos and people ask, like, oh, what song is this? You gotta write Darude Sandstorm. It's just what everyone does. Wait, did you say Darude? What? Is that what it is? <laughs> What's his name? It's, it's, I just thought it was Darude. It's, I thought it was Darude. It's like Davide Santos or whatever. Like, yeah. No, it's not Darude. I think it's Darude. Whatever. Darude. Can someone tell us what Sandstorm. it is? Sandstorm. Anyway, we don't know it. So I want your opinion. How the fuck is Man City? Well, yeah, we this is what I Man told City, you. I said you they're not as good. Spurs real quick? Well, we could finish up with Spurs. I mean, they they're impressing me. They're they're so, proving me wrong. So they're at the top of the table at and twenty-one gonna, goals and nine goals given up. They're going to be at the top of the table for seven days, which is more days combined than they've been in the last ten seasons. My question to you before we go to Man City is: Do you think they have staying power there? Kane has nine assists, eight, and he only had eight in the last three seasons combined. So Look, nine assists this year. 
I mean, is this gonna? Are they gonna keep this up? Son think, has nine goals already. So like, do you it's remember? Bananas. Do you remember when they were struggling? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe um, last year they struggled. Okay, I would say in their standards for how mm-hmm. they've been recently. Um, so when they've been struggling, we did notice, and oh my God, there's a lot of golf balls there that we can use. Anyway, there you go. wow, um, shout out basement. Yeah, um, they played. A very non-Mourinho way, in my opinion. Who's mm-hmm. like, they were scoring a good amount, but they were also giving up a lot. And that was very unusual. And we mentioned it. We were like, well, what's he, what the fuck's he doing? Like, he goes, then works for Sky, and he comes back. And what the hell is go- going on with this team? Like, this is not Mourinho's team. And I feel like he's kind of resorted back to the traditional Mourinho. You look at his last three games, he's won at 7 to nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's including the recent just, and win. And just look at the Ludogorets. shots. Look at the shots against City. Look at the shots against in the possession. I mean, I'll, that was I'll get to that, but I'm saying West Brom, you just won one nothing. City, you win 2 nothing. Ludogorets, all right, they're kind of a shit side, 4 nothing, you know? But then Brighton, 2-1. It's just one it's gritty wins. This is the Mourinho way, and I feel like he's resorting back to that, and that's lethal, I think. You know, I think can he's they found a way to play with this that's team. That's all I'm asking. Can they keep it up? I think they can. I don't think this is a fluke. We'll find out. They have a tough schedule, tough fixture list. They I play mean, Chelsea you, this week. What do you think? I I'm gonna I will reserve judgment until they're done with this stretch of games. Well, you up. can't ask well, me no. and then say you're reserving judgment. I can. I just did judgment. it. I did it. I asked you. I don't the know. Fuck. I refuse to be sold. Okay. Because I'm an Arsenal fan. So okay. That's just well, that. here's my case. If they can do something similar to what they've done recently to Chelsea, would you be sold on their defense? If they give up zero goals to Chelsea, zero yes. or one to Chelsea. As long as they don't score zero. If they lose what if one they zero, draw? not. What if it's a 1-1 one, one draw? A draw, I expect. You'll see why. I mean, I, I'll say later in the show. Okay. I expect a draw. If they if they have a draw, I'll think a little more highly. Yeah, I'll think highly. I mean, I'll, I I think they're doing really well. This is a huge win. Uh, do you think this has... What do you think about City? Do you think... That's, uh, yeah. Where are you going with this? Bringing them up. That's their worst start in 12 years. You will so give you this since credit. they become a team. We'll give you this. KDB has not scored since opening day against the Wolves. Against okay. the Wolves. Against Wolves. He's missed a pen, right, in that time. Um, I want to say this, though. Me. I want to say this, though, before I get shit on him too long. I'm not, I don't want to shit on him. Steve tweeted. Uh, a retweet on Men and Blazer said, City, nothing that another billion dollars spent won't cure. And he said, on the pod, well, two days ago being the last pod we had, Jeff said, and we've solved our defensive issues. And you giggled, you you cackled. Yeah. Do you agree with? Do you, do you still? So I want. This is your time to explain it now. They they don't. They invest. It's just they're not doing it right. Laporte. When are when are we gonna all admit, including City fans, that Laporte is literally just an average defender? He's nothing special. The way that City fans make him is that he's in the same realm as Ramos, Van Dyke, Peak Van Dyke, or like you know. These guys, and, and the truth is he's not. Nathan Ake, I think anyone that watched for Premier League consistently knows what to expect from him, mm-hmm. and you're not getting anyone too special. He's a great player, a good player, but look, where I'm getting at is if you want to reach the goals at City are, you can't, that's that can't be your starting 11. You, you know what I'm saying? You have to get players that go above and beyond, especially defensively now. Yeah, and with you know, how revamped the attack has been in recent years, we're seeing it develop into these guys with crazy skills, just insane pace. I mean, the the what's required of a center back 
is really fucking tough now, and in my opinion, very underappreciated. And I think you know that based on Arsenal's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is they they need to fork out money and just fork it out on like a top class proven guy. Laporte wasn't proven. Nathan Ake definitely wasn't proven. Diaz, how about Diaz? He's young. You think not he's proven? proven? No, I'm not saying he's. But then, no, that's well, what I'm but, saying. But you, how many can, proven guys are out there to get? I mean, they're they're out there, there, and you can't tell me City can't afford them. Who's out there? You give me the best defender in the world. Who's the best defender in the world, in your opinion? Do you tell me? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm I'm asking. I'm looking for center backs. Uh, you are the sheik. What are you? You're the, you're Sheikh Mansoor. All right. You're told you can buy any center back in the world right now. I'll Go just buy it right now. Okay. So while you're doing that, um, their offense has had some issues too. Let's not just blame it fully on their defense. Bring in Sergio like, Ramos. Okay. For a year or two. He's on a contract year. Um, steal him away from PSG. Rafael Varane. Steal him away from Real Madrid. Maybe Hummels. Oh, how about Koulibaly? Bring in Kalina Koulibaly. Well, I think they've tried, and they've had issues bringing Koulibaly in. Or a lot Look, of people have had you issues got the bringing Koulibaly in. I say so. Koulibaly and Ramos for a year until... So what if they bring Koulibaly in and he stinks there? Do you think it's a systematic thing then? Maybe. Um, But then again, you know, I look at Pep's old teams. They never were very defensively sound. Maybe, you know, Barcelona was, but, I mean, when when you have Piquet and Puyol in their prime, and then you have Messi, and, and, I mean, Pep Pep was gifted such great teams, I honestly feel like. I don't think Mm -hmm. he's as good as people make him out to be. Okay. Can you agree with that? Do you agree with it? Well, there are a few managers that are like that, that have gotten just really good hands, I feel like, and... Like who? Zidane. Zidane's oh, young. Stop it. I'm not stop ripping it. on him. Are you telling me he's never had a bad... Has he ever had a bad team? He's taken over a team that's just slumping, and then he, they won La Liga. And, like, I would argue until even Napoli, Ancelotti always had some nice nice teams. Until recently. Um, there are some managers out there that have just always had good teams. Okay. Mourinho, from what I can remember, has usually generally had a good team. So... Yeah, but but Pep, of course, he's had backing, he's had money, he puts himself in these positions, you know. So, and I I do realize that these some of these guys they had an earlier career, you know, started somewhere, but most of their teams were really good. Yeah. Um. But but I'm not saying anything bad about Ancelotti because he's proven himself now with Everton and okay. I think with Napoli he did a lot too. Not yeah. that Napoli wasn't great, but they weren't like peak, you know. But okay, so but here's speaking the thing. Of, uh-huh. yeah. So I'm going to ask you, do you, where do you see, where do you think the main problem is for City? Because they scored zero goals. Yeah, that's and exactly very what it is. unlike City. For me, to me, KDB isn't doing much. Sterling isn't doing much. Is David Silva's loss that big that they've lost? I feel like if they're putting 22 shots, how many of those were on target? Not many. They're not as creative as they were last season. So we're, what can it be? You know, Sergio Aguero's not playing. Uh, is it that KDB's form has dipped that much and that they've David Silva's gone and Bernardo Silva hasn't played as well? And, like, Raheem Sterling, I don't think I've heard of him this season. Raheem Sterling is, he the, doing? is the shocking part in all this to yeah. me. I've told you, well, City's played some pretty big games this year. They've had a pretty interesting schedule, to say mm-hmm. the least, um, which is why I don't think KDB's doing. I'm going to stick to that narrative. Look, everything that I said, like, Jeff and City fans can think, I'm just here to shit on City, but I'm not. You cannot tell me everything I said in the in the preseason episode was accurate. I said KDB does not perform in in big games against big teams. He's absent, 
And then second thing is, I said the David Silva loss is going to be a lot worse than, than than you think. Not, I didn't think it'd be this bad, but I think it's noticeable. And then the third thing was, um, what the what the fuck was the third thing? We were just talking about it. Their defense. Yeah, I said their defense is shit. Yeah, it's not Premier League quality. Last time they were Premier League quality was when they had Vincent Company, and Vincent Company was a underrated mm-hmm. center back. I think most people can agree on that. Yeah, well, we'll see if they can and figure Pep's out. And Pep's overrated. Everything's accurate. Oh, man. Jeff, Jeff agrees with you on Silva. I know that because he mentioned that that would be a loss last year. But we'll we'll see how that goes. Let's move on to some other action. If Pep doesn't win Champions League this year, bro. Yeah, well, there's no excuse. I I would have faith in you. If I gave you the Sheik's money for as long as Pep has and you adopted the same team Pep has, I honestly believe I'm not fucking around. I think you'd get farther than how far Pep's gone. What is, what's the farthest he's gone? Quarterfinals? No. I don't think he's, he's a, semis. I don't no? think he's reached semis. That's bad. Wait. Le- well, he overthought it last year. Definitely. He played a stupid lineup last year. He was just dumb. That was his fault. But yeah, I don't he didn't get rest. semifinals last year. Or th- no, he didn't last year. Maybe the lo- year before that. They lost to Marseille last year, didn't they? Or, some, or was it Lyon? One they, of these French No, teams. it was two years ago. Maybe they lost to Real Madrid a couple years May ago. May have been. But, yeah, they they have some questions to answer I right think now. you'd get farther. I think you'd manage. Seriously, he's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, well, they, there are some questions to be answered there. A team that answered some questions this past week. Your boys, Liverpool 3-0 winners over Leicester. Evans with a thunderous header own goal. Your, your other boy, Diego Iota, with a goal. And Firmino getting on the score sheet at home. That's his second goal in five home matches this season. Had one all of last season. Yeah. First of all, before I get into other stuff, how big is that for him and his confidence? And for a team that has so many injuries and people out with COVID, that he's going to have to step up. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's huge. But, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be a game changer. It's unfortunate that I'm saying this, but... I don't think that goal is going to bring back a goal-scoring machine or anything like that. Not that that's his primary role in those front three anyway, but um, he missed some great chances in that game too. I mean, um, I don't know. But this Liverpool squad that they put out there, I think, overperformed their ability, and Leicester played absolutely awful. And well, they, they had missing they, players too. Leicester? Yeah. Not as many, though. That's, that's, the, that's what was so yeah. impressive about the performance. I mean, if you... I called a 2 nothing win. Yeah, if you didn't tell Liverpool. me they were missing all their players, they look just like they would when they have all their players. I think Klopp knows how to play Leicester very well. And I also think Leicester is just in a big dip in form today. I mean, today they drew Braga 3-3. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I I think Braga is a good team in Portugal, but I think Leicester should be much better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this was a mix of Leicester being in very poor form and Liverpool overperforming. I think Liverpool proved that by getting pretty beat pretty bad against Atalanta yeah. uh, in Champions League. And I told I told you guys I know some people bet on them and I said don't bet on Liverpool. That that that's not going to be them. I've seen these players perform and they're not going to be able to do that again. Well, yeah. Well, so anyway, but but the thing is they're at home. They're unbeaten in 64 at home. Yeah. So you could see why some people would have thought that. The last thing I want to say is your boy Diego Utah is the first Liverpool player in history yeah, to score four goals in his first four home matches. You know matches. who he reminds me of? Before I move on to Leicester, how how big is that? And anything about Liverpool? It's you huge, want to say and he, he I, I understand Firmino scored, but if you have the front, if you have Salah and and Mane healthy, you need to put Yota up there with him. Don't get me wrong, Firmino is great, but he's good for depth too. I mean, he could start in most places, but he 
he needs a, a break or something. You know, maybe off the benches is his role. But Yota really reminds me of Fernando Torres. Very okay. not only looks wise, he kind of looks like Torres in the face, but the way he plays is very similar to Torres, and I love it. You mentioned Firmino miss missing earlier in the game. I think it was. Like near the end, hit the he post. Had, you know what he had? Like, do you remember that Smith, Smith, no Smith yeah, moment? Yeah, it was like a Firmino, no Firmino moment. Yeah, bro. That, that so was that's, wild. That's my thing with that Liverpool. Is it, it's it's interesting to see what they do with all these injuries, but they needed that win, I think, honestly, with the the string of games that they're heading into with these injuries. Now, Lester, you said poor form. The result with Braga today was no good. Yeah, they didn't really have too many chances. I think their best chance was a Harvey Barnes miss yeah. a little earlier in the game. Right. I think that would have changed. A lot of the game, but outside of that, yeah, I think was, they yeah. didn't have too many chances. You guys limited them considering the injuries. Yeah, are Vardy, you worried? For, you said they're in bad form. Do you are you worried for them? Uh, a little bit, but I like to think that they have the leadership and, and personnel to kind of mm-hmm. turn things around. I think I think Liverpool got lucky to catch them in that moment. Um, well, I'm even talking like Jurgen Klopp now. I'm saying moment. Fuck me. Better but, than character when Brendan Rodgers yeah, was managing. But. Um, you know, I thought it was pretty shocking to see Vardy get shut down by two backup center backs for Liverpool. So, um, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think that they'd string it together because Leicester is super fun to watch uh, when they're when they're on form. So I think they'll change it hopefully soon. Well, I was going to say bad form. I'll take that bad form because that's only one loss to you guys. And Braga. At home, and then the draw to Braga. Which I mean, bad. the Braga, though, but they who, scored in they the 95th. A bunch of tin men? They what scored in the 95th minute, and Vardy came on off the bench, I'm pretty sure, to do that. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll see. Uh, they'll be put to the test this upcoming week, will they? I don't know. I just said that. Nope, they won't. So they Were should they win blind? pretty handily against Fulham. Yeah. If they don't beat Fulham, then, yeah, we'll start putting the worry well, sign I, on I compared Fulham to being the... Um, <laughs> Fulham being that girl at the club. <laughs> to see. That what? That well, waits the, around at, at, the, the, end at the, night? the end of the night? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the freebie. Well, speaking of a club that's <laughs> acting like that right now... Who's this? Leeds nil, Arsenal nil... Team struggle. There's a team that's bad in form. Which one? Arsenal. Arsenal, oh, okay. bad in form. Uh, I mean, Leeds just, well, okay, the first 25 minutes went Arsenal's way. Leeds handled the rest of it. Pepe picked up a red card. That's key to note. Um, but Arsenal, very fortunate to get out of this with a draw. Less, uh, Leeds hit the post three times. You were watching out of this game. It gave you anxiety. Uh, what are your thoughts overall, I guess? First of all, let's talk about Leeds. It didn't give me anxiety. It gave you anxiety. Yeah, well, you said you were getting anxiety from our reactions because one of, one guy had a draw, yeah, on a big bet. You guys gambled on the game. I didn't. I did not. They are my team. Oh, because yeah, cause I did Jeremy, not gamble. Because Jer- I did not gamble. Because one of one of the people in the chat had eight hundred and something. Well, they had ten dollars on it, and if they won, they were going to win eight hundred and ninety or whatever, and, and they, they hit, hit. <laughs> which is the wildest win I've seen. But but. How upset are you if you're a Leeds fan? Because I don't think anyone's really thought of this perspective or talked about it, that you couldn't capitalize on all those chances you had. No, that's... Especially a man up. That's definitely frustrating, but... When you... When you're a Leeds, and at the beginning of the season, if you say nil-nil draw at Elon Road with no fans, I think they'll take that result. I mean, but yeah. But this is a Bielsa team that, that was thriving and scoring goals that's earlier fine. in the year. That's fine. I think this is a draw that a lot of teams would take in the Premier League. With the circumstance. Maybe. They were a man up. Maybe. I don't know. Pepe, you, you can't saw, look too deep into You saw the things. headbutt. How pissed would you be if you were his manager? I mean, the headbutt. I mean, the, the acting job was great A. Let's, it was. Let's all admit that. Yeah. 
Um, well, I hate. That I would guy. be pissed. I, I, I would. You know, he was an uh, Arsenal Academy product. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a. Well, I'm gonna wait to hear what Saka's extent of his injury is. That's what what pissed me off is what he did to Saka later in the game. Not because he because Pepe should know better than to do that. It, it, you know, he had not been playing a lot of minutes, and people had been asking outside of Arsenal fans, why is Pepe not getting minutes? Well, Mikel Arteta said he's not ready. He's not playing well. He's not doing this well. Okay. He said, okay, here you go. Here's your shot. Then he headbutts a guy in the 51st minute, mate. Well, it, it wasn't like a headbutt. It was like a tap. Yeah, well, I mean. I would be more mad if I, at, at the Leeds guy than, um, than Pepe. Mm-hmm. But I guess Pepe played like shit that game. I think that's where did. The, most yeah, of the anger stems from, from the fan base of Arsenal. Um, but I think if you're, I think if you're both teams, you should be happy, like not happy with this, with this result, but you know, not be mad about it at the same time, because Arsenal, you got to look at the grand scheme of things. You gave up a hell of, uh, so many chances and you got a red card and you still came out with the draw. But if you're Leeds, yeah, you were getting a lot of chances. Yeah, you were a man up. But at the end of the day... Three posts. Three posts. Yeah, but but it's a team that's better than you. Okay. Well, arguably, arguably. Let's talk about that red card real quick. Under Mikel Arteta, do they have a, do they have a discipline problem? They have five red cards since he took over, which is two more than any team. Oh, probably. Uh, in that time. Uh, but so. that red card was kind of soft. That seems it, to have been happening a lot. Happening a lot to them, though. That's happened a lot. There I think been it's a more of a player ones. problem. I, I don't know if I want to blame that on, on Arteta. That okay. one. I don't know about the rest. You, but you the can scoring, probably... the scoring though. So let's talk about the scoring problems they're having, right? So Arsenal now have nine goals in nine matches, which is their lowest output in 34 years that they've had. You know, in their first nine games. To give you an idea, to put it in perspective, the last time they scored a, a goal in open play in the Premier League was October 4th. We are currently in November 26th. Um, another thing to say is that Son has as many goals as the entire Arsenal team this season in the Premier League. Okay. I mean, Son, which is not a great stat. Um, and, and I, you'll hear my opinion next. That's fine. But at what Son's point, been low-key under the radar this yeah, year. Yeah, no, he's been like. great. Well, he's, well, I think he's the leading scorer, or up there, if not. But, like, DCL you, don't hear, is, but you, you, don't mention, you don't hear him mentioned a lot. That's true. That's true. He is. Um, at what point do people get upset and say, hey, this team isn't scoring is Arteta glorified Ole? I don't think Arteta... My final decision on Arteta is that I don't think he's... Unless he changes his ways, I don't think he's that great. I'm all for manager... Look, I'm not all for it, but I understand where a manager's coming from when they're like, everyone gets treated equally, da 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 right? Like, if you're not for the team, then you're off. I strongly am against that. Because... In my honest opinion, the most creative people seem to be the most quirkiest or they need an arm around them or whatever, which is where I'm bringing Utsal up. I understand maybe he didn't do as good, as great as a lot of people thought in the Premier League, but you look at his statistics, dude was still an assist machine. I th- this is my take on it. I think he's someone that maybe needs more attention or cradle. You can't tell me Messi, Messi, bro, Messi has Asperger's. Okay, he need he the whole time Barcelona like will suck his dick for him to stay on the team. Like special players do need special treatment cuz they're a little bit more wacky, quirky, whatever, but when you when you allow them their freedom maybe off the pitch or or whatnot, then they'll be performing on the pitch and and their creativeness that got him there will will show. Well, what That's what my, freedom off the pitch mate? To, to paint a picture, what's going on well, here? Well, here's what I'm saying, you're not happy with the whole Gunnar Soros thing. 
which I which ah, which kind of understand. Coming back to Gunner Suarez, kind mate. kind of understandable. But look, this is his way of doing things. He, look, I don't like to bring politics in it, but whether it's a good or bad picture, or whether people agree with him or not, with that Turkish lad, you know, whether he's a dictator or not. Look, yeah, I mean, I don't think he should pay for that on on his on the soccer pitch. You know what I mean? I'm someone that's look. That's that's what soccer is. It's all different personalities, types, opinions, races, ethnicities, religion. Every everyone has different. It's not like you're. Humans in general are supposed to have one opinion on something mm-hmm. or one way about going something. Everyone's different on and off the pitch. And I think some players need more attention, need more cradling, maybe a little more freedom, a bigger leash. And I, I honestly believe if you perform on the pitch, the leash should be greater. Look at Maradona, RIP in peace, uh, Diego Maradona. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention it at the beginning. Shout out, Maradona, right. RIP. Look at Diego Maradona. Okay, if he had this leash, uh, if Napoli gave him a leash, he he wouldn't be able to produce what he did. He wouldn't be able to save that team from from not only relegation, but he he won that team the Italian title. The two t- titles that they have was because of Diego Maradona, and he was fucking doing coke off the rocker. These players do sh- do wild shit off the pitch, but that's just the unique personality that unlocks the unique character. Not saying cocaine does that. Well, sometimes it does. Cocaine gives you some wild abilities, but I'm saying. <laughs> But I'm saying, you know, everyone has their own way about going things, and I think Arteta needs to understand that. I don't like the treatment of of, of Otzel. I think it's a little unfair. Honestly. He's been unregistered since what a month, mate. So I, I mean, at this they point, didn't re- that's a that's a conversation that's they didn't register him. In, it's but gone. I'm saying well, overall, it's it was, done. I'm sure Arteta played a big role in that. Mm, well, and you look at like a, a player like Ganduzi. How old is he? Twenty. He's twenty. When I was twenty, I was saying some wild fucking shit. Well, I think, and it if wasn't... I'm on the pitch, I will say some wild shit. I, maybe I would, but you're 20 years old. You're still a young kid. Hey, look, instead of sending him off somewhere, knowing that he could still help the team, well, sure he's had some bad performance, but he he can help the team. They sent him off because not only did he do that thing with Brighton where he bragged about his salary to the players, which is okay, got into a fight with uh, Malpe, which understandable. I would I was happy Nothing, about that part. Okay, he also got into fights with Arteta in training. You can I mean, well, why if can't you, you continue to let a circus? He didn't get along with them. When you know what, as you Olymp- can't just let a circus go on. I think of great. Ma- I think of great managers. I think of Carlo Ancelotti. I can't think of a rift that he had with a certain player. Jurgen Klopp. I can't think of a rift he's had with any well, player. The, but 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 Genduzzi had a rift at the previous club he was at too. This isn't just an Arteta problem. Pep, I told this you, was always a, overrated. Mourinho has mate, had a great relationship with most you, of his players. You want to talk about oh, freedom? William was allowed to go to the UAE this week. Who? He, you, William. Oh, okay. He went. He went to the. He went to what? Dubai. Okay. Came back and was not reprimanded it, during a pandemic. He went to Dubai just for fun for one okay. week, and he's come back and he and he had to go off at halftime because he was injured. So that was wild. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else is wild is that we paused our recording and I don't know how this is going to sound, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, either way, there are issues all over right now with that. No, I, you know, he's a young manager. I want to say his ways won't change, though. His, let's his okay. Predecessor well, was not good with 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 personal relationships, and I don't think he is. I think well, let, I think I'm he's gonna a good wait. Guy. I'm gonna wait to see on that because we don't know the story behind Ozil. No one knows. The story we know the story that. behind Ganduzi. I think. Well, Ganduzi's a fucking nut job, mate. He he's didn't not, get on with his previous. He's, he's had not, many he's, issues. You can't get along many with... Many issues. It's it, it's alarming 
when a manager can't get along with a, a 20-year-old with, for his age, a lot of talent, a lot of talent, and a lot of potential. And instead of somehow coming to a common ground with him and working with him, just ships him off to Berlin, Germany. How many teams, how many teams did Joey Barton play for? A lot. Yeah. And would you blame all his managers, or would you say, hey, man, maybe this guy was a bit of a loose cannon at times? What? Well, I think anyone with, I mean, he wasn't you're like going to blame ba- all his managers? He wasn't, he was no, but you're getting, what I'm talking about twisted, was Joey Barton a special player? He, wa- he was, he was regarded as a great player at first, actually, you're, when he came in. You're very wrong No, that. when he came up, they said he was going to be a good player. Dude, look it up. All I'm saying is he played, his, the, the, ability, the talent that he possessed, I think, matched perfectly with the teams that he was on. And you can't deny that. Okay. Well, again. Are you telling me when he played for. My point when he, is. He captained a lot of those Mateo teams. Genduzzi, Bro, this not, guy captained Newcastle. Not knowing what happened. You don't know. The dude didn't even show up to the end of the season last year. He was vacationing while they were in the FA Cup. Well, I'm guessing he wasn't. But I'm saying these are things that you have to be able to. To work with and talk to him as a manager, if you can't and you just ship him off somewhere, I'd understand if he wasn't. He wasn't he, his player. I would understand if he didn't have the ability to play up to Arsenal standards, but you can't tell me he didn't. Well, what if the guy's not your player? He's one of Union Berlin's uh, best players right now. Have you been watching Union Berlin? No, but I've been following their Instagram. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sure because Instagram tells you. Instagram, and they've won me money. Instagram probably tells you Fullerene Bullock is our best player, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, no. come on. Instagram? <laughs> no. He's won player of the match like three times. Okay. My point being, in the end, okay, my point being. He's good enough to play for Arsenal. So why I'm are you gonna, shipping him I'm going to give Arteta a chance to bring his players in. This is an Emery player. This is not his player. So give me a list of who his players have been so far that he's brought in. Well, since he came. Yes. Garbalish. Okay. And Thomas Party have been the only two that he's Thomas Party has been underwhelming. And he's, he's injured. Dead. Okay. He's played pretty well when he wasn't he's injured. In, that's okay. So when he when he wasn't injured, Mate, they've had him for one month. Daniel Sturridge played great when My he wasn't is, injured. My point is, he literally had his first window just now, and these are the players he's gotten. Let's let's let him see what he brings in next few windows. He can't. Get along. And in one year, if this is the problem, Thomas Party doesn't know English, me. probably. Mate, he does. Wait till I've he learns it. English. Uh, you're and on it. Hey, Instagram that. merchant, he's spoken English on the Instagram. Mate, it's called Google Translate. I could make my whole account into Arabic. No, if he you spoke. Want. He had a video speaking in English, mate. <laughs> There's a video of him oh, speaking in English. Oh, yeah, he probably rehearsed it. Okay. Well, anyway, that we're 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 off track. Here's what I'm saying. I don't think he the, has the, the end story. Is you think he's like Ole? No. Totally, no, because they don't have the same problems. Okay. The problems are different. All right. So I don't think Arteta allows special players that maybe need a little more well, treatment to flourish. And okay. I don't think you'll ever, I don't think you'll ever. I, don't, I just people, don't think they have enough. A lot of these people with the, with the ideas that, oh, everyone has to be in on the team at the same time. Well, you got to realize these are professional athletes. Some have families, some don't. Some like to go out, some don't. Some have this, of some course. have that. Some can't drink alcohol, some fucking binge drink, but can score goals. Like, you have to accommodate to that, and if that's not your your f- football player, then... But you also can't have a three-ring circus. 
This that isn't Barnum and Bailey. Everyone's mate. life is different. You're going to have one end of than the other, and that's that's what soccer well, is. Yeah, that's I what the sport is. But and you Arteta need some bounds. You can't just be like, listen, Arte- guys. Today you can float like butterflies and f- masturbate each other. He, you know, he's going to have to put a stop to what's going on, mate. What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? All I'm saying is he doesn't have his. His belief system, from what I'm gathering, is that he can't deal with personalities, and and, and he needs someone to be plain. You can't have 11 James Milners out there. All right. Well, we'll see, because the personalities are the exact same personalities the last manager had issues with, so we'll have to see, I you guess. You know, Amory didn't know English. I agree. I would have a problem with him, because I don't know what he's saying. I, I agree, but I think a lot more in this club buy into Arteta than they that then bought into Unai Emery. So you what was his problem at PSG? We'll go to the next uh, What was his problem at PSG? Stuff. He couldn't get along with, with special well, yeah, players, could, especially no, he Neymar. Couldn't, he couldn't manage people. He's not a good manager. That's Arteta's better than Unai Emery. Watch, read Zlatan's book Arteta and see what he said about Pep. better than Unai Pep's Emery. Pep's a bitch. Okay, well, I'm talking and about Arteta, not Pep Unfortunately, Guardiola. Arteta studied under Prep. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Well, let's see what happens. I don't. You know what? I don't agree with you. Arsene was a great manager, and he was someone that could do that. Okay. Ian Wright's, all of those fucking characters were managed by Arsene Wenger, and he always defended his players. What did Arteta do? Outed them and then sent them off, and that is not what you should be doing with 20-year-old players. That is not what you should be doing with players he never like Mason Otso. He never said anything. Oh, I mean, backroom staff is spreading it. Why is it all over Twitter? How do you know the story? He didn't send anything. You don't know anything about the problems when, when Arsene Backroom Wenger was manager. Backroom staff didn't spread anything. Actually, Why did Otso get along with Arsene Wenger? Actually, a, is what was spread was from a journalist, and actually the journalist spread the word that Ceballos and Luis had a little bit of a rift. And Arteta got mad that it got leaked. That's one instance, and it's fake. All I'm saying is the Ganduzi stuff. Is, the Ganduzi okay. stuff is real. Okay. And that's facts. Arteta didn't get along with Ganduzi, so he shipped him off. Arteta doesn't get along with Mesut Utsil, so he re- not only is not starting him, but he's removed him from the. We can't. We see don't him know play. it's him. We don't know that it's him that doesn't get along. This could be a thing. That you what? said it could be a board thing that says you cannot play him. There's, we don't know that. I he promise you. Because he hasn't said anything about no it. No board that is investing that much money in a player would do this without the manager telling him to do this. I guarantee okay. you it. Well, again, we don't know. We don't know the story. Look, so I, why think are you tactically, I think tactically Arteta's good and will obviously learn and, and know his stuff. But I don't think he'll ever have the ability to keep special players around because his unwillingness to deal with them. Who did they just resign? You tell me. I don't know. Aubameyang? Didn't he keep him around? Oh, that guy's... How old is Aubameyang? Who else, who else was going to grab him? Who else was going to grab him at 32? Barcelona was looking at him. He had a chance. That's wild that you're saying that. I'm Barcelona was probably doing that to... He could have been using him as bait. There's no way Barcelona's getting Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Okay. There's no way. All right, well, I'm, that's an example of a good player that he kept around that could have left... For a team that wasn't making Barcelona will get Laturo Martinez and not Aubameyang if well, they're yeah, really they will, serious about getting a but, new striker. But the point is, they were in for him. So he was he, used as bait, or it. he was using them as bait. Okay, I don't. Newcastle nil, Chelsea two. <laughs> Fernandez. I mean, I can't do this right now. <laughs> We've spent ten minutes talking about bullshit that no one's going to listen to on the pod because you're sitting here saying that he can't handle. You spent ten minutes talking about Mesut Ozil again. So Newcastle nil, Chelsea two. <clears throat> Fernandez own goal. Abraham with a goal. Uh, Federico Fernandez has five own goals <laughs> since his debut in September of 2014. <laughs> he has a set of own goals. Uh, that's, that's tied with problem. Lewis Dunk for the most, which is really bad. Um, but let's talk Chelsea because Chelsea. 
Eduardo Mendy, another clean sheet. Edward. I said Eduardo. Edward Mendy. Yeah. Another clean sheet. He has seven and nine appearances. Their defense, again, gets a clean sheet. Yeah. Is this... Do you, do you credit the defense? Uh, Tiago Silva didn't play in this match, so nah. they had new pieces I think that in. helps. Um, you thought, well, a lot of people are saying... Well, I'll show you some screenshots that Brian sent in a second. Um, but is that is that due to their back line, or do you think it's because Callum Wilson wasn't playing for Newcastle? Um... Because it could be that, too. I think it's a mix. Mm-hmm. But I think if we go back to the... Again, I keep saying this. If you go back on previous pods, I said their best center back pairing would be would be Rudiger and Zuma. Because mm-hmm. Christensen is, is a mistake machine. And you you pointed that out to me, and then I noticed it then. I think David Luiz is a great leader, a great mentor. But at this stage of his career, I don't know if the pace is there. Silva? To be at an elite... Yeah, to be at an elite level uh-huh. uh, center back. Um I think, you know, you look at Zuma and you look at um, at Rudiger, Nash, uh, on the national teams, they play at, at such a high level. Before this, they were, on, they were on elite teams. And they're both young, powerful, and I don't know if Rudiger's that quick, but Zuma's pretty quick, uh, surprisingly. I think those two are, are a great center back uh, pairing is pretty much what I'm getting with. So Brian said, you guys talked a bit about how Thiago Silva's passed his prime. So I think that's you because you just did it again. And is a good player to have to teach the youngsters. Yes. So he said he's de- one. He's definitely imparting wisdom on the young guys. Chilwell said as much in his Instagram because he said learning from this guy every day and he hugs. Mind him you for going. See, look, look where Brian gets Zuma, his knees from. Zuma. Well, <laughs> Zuma. Zuma has played. I think he's just trying to prove a point with it. Zuma has played so well, partnered with Silva. Well, because he watches Chelsea, mate. You're talking about Hertha Berlin or some shit like that. Zuma has played so well. Has played well. Did partnered I say with Union Silva. Berlin earlier? Yeah. <laughs> well, my uh, mind's all over He's the likely place. earned himself a new contract with the club. <laughs> and he said Silva is still really good. He may have lost a step and isn't as fast anymore, but his defensive awareness is outstanding. He always seems to be in the right place at the right time. And he's an underrated passer. I never see so. No, I just said he's got everything but the speed. Yeah. So and speed's important nowadays. Yeah, well, and so there you go. You guys can talk about... But no, I'm saying he's good. I think he's perfect to mentor and stuff <laughs> and, and play against... Teams, I think he would have been good in this matchup too. You know, mm-hmm. a team that doesn't have too much pace up top right now. But yeah, I think he was he was injured. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, Werner involved in eleven goals in the last ten matches, so he's coming to life. Even though he didn't score, so Brian Malort is oh. still on the line. Uh, Timo Werner's been looking pretty solid for them. Uh, he started with Abraham this week or that that match last yeah. week, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And then I think in their Champions League match, Giroud came on and scored a goal. So they have everyone kind of clicking here and there. You know, I was watching uh, Sky Sports, and they were talking about how Giroud is, like, France's best all-time striker, which is wild. Or, like, in terms of, of what? Goals, right? Goals. I mean, but, yeah, that's how you judge a striker off. Of yeah, 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 I know. He, he might lead them in appearances, too, though. I right? mean, here's my question for you if you're France. Let's say... Um, the sex tape proves not to be like Benzema or something like that. Do you start Benzema or do you go with Giroud, who's proven at a club and national level that he could do it? I think with that team, I think you could. I think Giroud plays well with the wingers on that team. I think the with the players around him, he's better. If it was a little bit of a different makeup, I'd so as, Benzema. as an Arsenal fan, um, would you say the general uh, what the general soccer fan or Premier League fan soccer fan? Do you think Giroud is a little bit underrated? Yeah, I, and I think he plays well in a system that has two wingers that can fly off him. You know what? You know what's funny? So many years, certain 
fans lamented him at Arsenal because maybe he wasn't the fastest. Flashiest, maybe. But the system he had then is different from what they have now. And if he was with this team now, the wingers they have on that end, he would connect. He 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 connects well with this wingers. And Chelsea have a plethora of good guys that can run off a, a hold-up player, a guy that can head the ball. So, yeah, I think he's underrated. So here's my question. Do you think he should be getting some some starts, even though you have some young, probably potential superstars in the future in Timo Werner and, and Tammy Abraham? Would you, would you look at him and say, you know what, we have a serious chance to, you know, really have a go at it this season and maybe put him up top? Because they have the fast wingers that you were talking about. It's tough because they have so many other guys, too. It's like, who plays when? Actually, he's been advised to leave Chelsea in January. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Would you if you were... I mean, if you were him and didn't get more game time, Uh, why not, right? Well, I think this is going to be his probably his last major tournament and I think he's probably pretty much clinched his spot in the squad. Mm -hmm. So at this point, this sounds really weird of me to say, but I think about your family. Um, if you have a family, I don't know what your situation is. Um, I know that Chelsea area is fucking great in London, in London mm-hmm. and in England. We've stayed in the area before. Shout out Kensington. Right. Um, but I've also been to Chelsea and Fulham and it's, um, I think that's a good place to really be at and, um, it's a good club too, you know? Yeah. They yeah. take care of you. They do well. And so I would stay if he could, honestly. We'll see if they can keep it up. They're on a roll. They got a big game coming up. And I think he still has we'll a place they... in the, you know, in the FA Cup games or like coming in as a sub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or emergency striker, mm-hmm. which you know, times of COVID. Well, yeah, we'll have to see how how yeah. that how he holds up there. Um, Man United won, West Brom nil. The only goal, as you'd guess, Panchester Bruno, the guy that gave the pen, David Coote, your boy. Um, David Coote had a rough day. I don't know. Did you did you see this one or no? No. Uh, well, first, before I get into it, I saw the. I think I saw bits of it. I saw the pen. So, so Bruno gets a pen. Um, half, first of all, half his goals have been scored on pens. Seven of his fourteen United goals, penalties. That's fine. All right, we know that one. Um, I feel like Manchester. Well, before we get into the match itself, there were a couple things that happened. One, Bruno wins the penalty. Right. Right. Um, actually, this happened second. Sorry, first. What happened was West Brom didn't get a penalty. Did you see that one? Yeah. Gallagher was taken down by Bruno himself. Yeah. Coot calls for the pen. Yeah. Goes to the video. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I still saw contact from Bruno without touching the ball that much. Would you have overturned it like David Coot did? I don't... Did Coot... So here's my... He didn't Coot get then, the pen. Did, he, does Coot reverse it or does the VAR official reverse so it? So the VAR official tells him to look at it. He went to the screen and he overturned it himself. Oh, so the VAR official... Said, hey, doesn't have a, a word in it. In he he can, but in this one it was Coot. Coot went to the screen, okay. looked at it, and just goes, "Um, yeah, no, you know, I, no pen." I'm a fan of you know, it's a pen if it's really a fucking pen. Mm-hmm. I I would agree with that call. Would you? Okay, with the call Coot made. Yeah, I I didn't because I didn't think it was conclusive. I just I thought it was difficult to tell if Bruno got the ball first, how much of the leg he got, and I think if you do that, it's like football. You made the call. You stick to stick it. Stick with it. Which, okay, that's Which, fine. Because it's in real life action. You but, know? but I agree with you. If you're side, err on the side of caution, no pen, that's fine. Yeah. Gives you don't want to ruin a game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then he gives Bruno the pen on a furlong handball, which, mate, in the Arsenal Leeds game, there was a bigger handball, which was should not be called in real life, than this one. Yeah. Okay. 
And then it's like, okay, fine. He gives that. The goalie stops. Johnstone saves the first yeah. penalty. And he was maybe an inch off the line. What do you think about that rule? So that's so. this is a rule that they've been implementing like hardly looking at last year, right? Yeah, and MLS, actually, there was a big incident this week, too, if you remember. Yeah, see, that's that's a rule I'm not too big on, because unless it's very blatant, mm-hmm. I guess I understand. Right. But, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a fucking penalty shot. Like, there's really, if a goalie saves it, just fucking give him the, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, and he didn't move that much. I thought that was a, a weak Mm-hmm. You know, we call, and you could tell in Bruno's celebration he was not happy that he missed it. Right. He knows that he got lucky. Mm-hmm. He he probably knows that all those goals that he hit, the goalie moved just as far up. Right. You know, so um, I'm not a fan of that. Of Because of, it, it makes you think, you're like, well, does the fucking ref have money on this game? Like, why is he calling this one? It's David right? Coot, mate. Well. I will say this, too. Ian Wright was very adamant on TalkSport. I don't know if you heard about this. Saying that, and he was defending the goalie. And for Ian Wright, who is a f- striker, to defend the goalie, it has to be big. He came out and said, if you're going to call that on the goalie, he said these words, Bruno Fernandez's penalty technique should be banned because it's an unfair spot kick. The hop, skip, and jump method uh, is it? should be banned, he says, because if you're going to call goalie for stepping off the line like that, if a player can just jump around and do that kind of stuff, because he thinks that's what threw the goalie off. So what he does, what Jorginho does, here's my thing. I think you let Neymar, kind of a, lot, most, yeah. a lot of players, do, like Penn, the specialists, tend to do that. Right. And I think, you, here's what I say. Let him do that, but on the same note, if the goalie is, you know, barely off his line, I know that's it's like the handball, you don't want to make it subjective, but, like, come on, there should be, like, a rule. I think they should let him, like, do a one-foot line or something. Let him come off, like... One foot. I think the rule should stick in case the the goalie just fucking lays his dick out on the table and goes out like twenty yards. Well, that's why I said one foot. Just do one foot. If they're one foot, okay, you know. Then I know that everyone would say, well, what's gonna stop him from doing two feet and saying that's bullshit? I get that. But like, if you don't score a penalty, you don't deserve it. It's that's an easy true. kick. Look, I'll, I think everything should stay the same. I think the hop step should stay. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as of a of a cunt you may come across, uh, can I say that? Sure. Um, that you may come. That just that word just seems vile. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. I have a bad mouth, but um, you know, I think it's a way of taking kicks and it's successful, whether you want to agree with it or not. I think the statistics probably show it's successful. Um, it's just that I just I don't know why that that was called. That kind of bugs me. Yeah, I think. And then if you're united, my other question is... I don't know about any rule changes, though, because then, then we might have another problem. You know, refs could be doing something that's bananas yeah. again. Well, and if you're united, my question becomes, are you worried? Because they, they looked good early in the first half. Martial had a couple misses. Uh, a good save from, from... Johnson had a really good game. He had a miss. But really, in the second half, West Brom looked like they were going to tie it or even win it at times. Are you worried if you're... Ole and, and United, or are you just like, hey, we won a match, let's move on and, and play better? Um, I would say move on and play better because, okay. you know, you know what this team can do when they're playing at their best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're, you're probably not happy with the way you played or how you got the result because you didn't miss that pen. Um, but, you know what, three points is three points. You could win a game one nothing. you can win a game 89 nothing. you're getting the same amount of points. Even if David Coote hands you the three points on a platter. 
Won't be there first yeah. time. <laughs> so that's true. Uh, very briefly, I want to mention in, uh, another match before I just do the rundown. Villa won Brighton 2. Uh, Danny Welbeck is back. Uh, he scored a goal. <laughs> Solly Marsh scored a goal. Uh, Esri Consa, friend of the, the pod, Solly Marsh. Yeah, big friend. And uh, Villa's Esri Consa is the only guy that scored boy. For, for them. Yeah. Esri. Yeah, Esri, you know, he does his thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, so Ross Barkley was out after five minutes, got hurt. Um, but my question was more so going to be, you know, that aside, I think Jack Rillish had another really good game. Villa losing after coming off a, a nice win, losing to a team like Brighton. Granted, Brighton has played better than people think in a lot of their games. How can we predict Villa? Do you just not bet on them this season? Like, what's the deal with Aston Villa? <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're one of those teams you probably don't want to touch. You don't know what's going to happen. I feel like they're the type of team that kind of plays up to the potential of their opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're expected. I mean, you're you're pretty much guaranteed a Jack Grealish masterclass. It's really just down to the the other players. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not watch this match. Okay. Don't think I've even seen highlights of it. Yeah, I was going to say, um, he actually flopped a bit and got Tariq Lamptey sent off. Grealish did? did. Grealish in the end. Um, and then Trezeguet. Tariq Lamptey got sent off? Yeah. So he's not playing next game? Uh, no. That's a big loss for Brighton. It is. It is. And, and, and your it, fantasy team. It is. <laughs> I'm having issues with red cards, just like Arsenal has issues with red cards, mate. Um, and late in the game, your boy, the, or not your, not really your boy, sorry, the fraud, Trezeguet, who we've announced on the show as a fraud, <laughs> Um, I don't know if, well, you'll just have to see the highlight. He got taken down. They called a pen. When they looked at the replay, the guy had touched the ball, and he just threw himself on the ground. Yeah. And he, I think he should have gotten a yellow. Have you, so you've seen that one? No, but I could see him doing that. Yeah. He seems a bit of a bitch. He should have gotten a yellow. <laughs> Didn't get a yellow. Um, in the end, Is he Villa, Egyptian? He, I think so, yeah. Trezeguet, yeah. The front. Most of all, I have a word with him. <clears throat> he should. Uh, but shout out Brighton. That's their first win at Villa in 13 matches, and first time ever. So good nice. on them. Uh, in other action, Fulham 2, Everton 3, high-scoring game. Bobby Reed and Loftus-Cheek scoring the goals for Fulham. Calvert-Lewin had a brace, and Ducore with the other goal for Everton. Fulham missed a penalty in this one. Caballero missed uh, in the 68th minute, and ever uh, sorry, not Everton, Fulham have now missed five of their last eight penalties. Yeah. So that's terrible. I'd like to know, Everton's kind of dipped in form recently a little bit, and I'd be curious to understand what... Why maybe the problem is they always get the six, they always get the six thirty game and I I'll be honest lately I I've been trying to sleep a little more but we'll see. you know but impressive from Fulham from you know you could say that they should have tied that yeah yeah well yeah absolutely should have could have should have would have and there go some points signs again. of a relegation team yeah and yeah so to round it out Wolves won Southampton won Walcott your boy is back he scored Pedro Neto saved the point for uh, Wolves. Uh, Southampton unbeaten in their last seven. Walcott, his first goal for Southampton in almost 15 years in the Premier League. So good on him there. Sheffield United nil, West Ham won. Seb Aller finally scoring a goal for the first time in what seems like a decade. And Burnley won Crystal Palace nil. No Zaha, he had COVID. So Chris Wood. This game won me money. I bet the under on it. There you go. Well, I was scared at the beginning, though, yes. He scored early. Yeah. Eh, Then nothing happened. That that game, what was the over-under, two? One and um. A half. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, nothing. These yeah. teams stink. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the week nine scores. It was a rough week. Not a great. Also, week. oh, I know. We just kind of loft his cheek. Mm-hmm. 
despite the injury problems, not being able to kind of fit in the lineup, it's good to see him get on the board because, I mean, at one point this guy was starting for England. So let's yeah. not forget. And he's still young. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a loan that he can – he's played pretty well in some matches. He's Brian been shouted a lot, him out though, as a goal scorer. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully he can keep – Brian, let us know how you think about his progress. Are you happy with the loan? He hasn't started that much in Fulham. So he shouldn't be happy then. I guess so. All right. Week 9 scores, bit of a rough week. Bit of a rough week. The high score was me with 15. Uh, Brian had 13. Arian and Nikhil had 12. Jeff had 10. Steve was 7. So, again, not a great week. Overall, in first place is Brian with 14.56. I'm in second with 14.33. Nikhil's in third with 13.38. Then Arian, 13.25. Steve at 12.75. And Jeff, the Canadian caboose, 12.11, 12.11, but he's come, He's catching up to Steve a little bit. So watch yourselves. Watch your back. Uh, you ready to make predictions? Yeah. Okay, so you're going off the cuff, right? Yeah. This starts with games. Those Man, listening. I can't. My crush has an Instagram live. Oh, there she is. What? Who? She's an actress. Oh, okay. Well, she's my new Natalie Portman. Okay, so uh, we'll do the predictions. The first game starts tonight, uh, today, for those listening. It's it's today. Um, yeah. If they're listening on Black Friday, if not, it already happened. Crystal Palace Newcastle. I got Palace nil. Newcastle two. Callum Wilson. No Zaha. No goals. Wow, I like that. I like Newcastle two. Mm-hmm. I like the same thing. Okay. And Callum, Callum Wilson. Wilson. Well, I'm hoping this because I put my money where my mouth is. Right, in real yeah. life. With the, yeah, with the gambling corner too, and and in real life. Well, yeah. We'll, fa- we'll... <clears throat> Brighton host Liverpool. I believe that's Saturday, six thirty in the morning. So good luck getting up on that one, or just you'll probably stay up, I'm guessing. <laughs> I have Brighton 1, Liverpool 2, Sadio Mane, I like scores th- on the road. I like a 3-0 victory. Okay. Um, I mean, they're without Lamptey. Oh, that's true, I forgot. Um, okay. And but they still have Solly March and Danny Welbeck. Maybe. I don't think Salah's going to be playing. I like Yota. Yota, I'll go with the hot hot foot. Okay. I don't know what you fucking say, but yeah. All right, City and Burnley. I think Burnley stinks, and I think City will get their off- It's a good match for them to get their offense going again. 3-0, and I think Aguero has been on the bench. I think he'll play, and he'll score in this one. I'll go 2-0, and I'll, I'll pick Sterling. Yeah, someone's got to get going. Yeah, that. someone. Everton leads. I think this one will be fun. I think, you know, it won't be 0-0 like Leeds last match. I got 2-2, Calvert-Lewin. I like... I- I like a 3-1, and I'll go with... Calvert-Lewin just seems so safe. Yeah, he's the leading scorer, mate. I know, but I you like... Everton I'm going to stick one? with my boy, Everton. Richie. Oh, Richarlison. Everton yeah. 3 leads one? Yeah. Okay. West Brom hosts Sheffield in a match that literally no one will watch. I got West Brom 1, Sheffield 0. Mateos Pereira for West Brom. This is... I couldn't think of who would score. <laughs> So this seems like one of those games that Sheffield will get a win okay. because they're one of those teams that you're like, I guess they stayed up somehow, they're like 16th place, but there they are. This is going to be one of those times where they get those safe points. I like one nothing Sheffield. And I'll go with who starts up top for them. I, don't, I mean, McGoldrick, but I don't know. They I'll go. A bunch of random people. I don't know if he's going to start, but who? they'll go with the old Liverpool striker. Um, the fuck's his name? It's fucking 4 a.m. almost. Mate. Brewer. Okay. Brewster. Brewster. Oh, yeah. Rian Brewster. He, he hasn't scored he? yet this year. Well, there's his chance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see that match. I, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if it's 0-0. I think it'll be a 1-0. Yeah, I had 1-0 West Brom, but if it's 0-0, no shock. 
Southampton hosting Man United. This is my shock pick. It's your boys. This is my shock pick. Okay. And you're. Oh no, I forgot. You said, you said they're my boys, and now by picking this, you're gonna think I think they're my boys again, or you're gonna think they're my boys again. Southampton. I got Southampton two, United one. Shea Adams. Yeah, that's those. That's your your boys, the team, and your boy Shea Adams, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you They've go. Always been your boys. Yeah. Um, I'll go Man United two, Southampton nil, and. I'll go with uh, Rashford. Okay, the big match this week, Chelsea Tottenham. I feel like I don't want to pick a pen. I just want to. I just hope they don't get a pen. Yeah. Well, who United? Yeah, they, they will. Marshall and Rashford are good. That's why they'll get a pen. Uh, Chelsea one, Tottenham one for me, and I think Son's going to score again because he's he's got those counter tackles in him. Um, I like I like Mourinho's squad. I think it's going to be two one Spurs. Mm-hmm. And I'll go Harry Kane. Okay. Arsenal Wolves. I feel like Arsenal's defense has been good, but their offense has, has not. But I think this is the game they finally do it. I've been saying it for weeks. At Arsenal won Wolves nil. And I'm just going to throw Alexander Lacazette, hoping, thinking he plays. Oh, he played today. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this prediction a while ago. Yeah. So I might change it. Okay. Um, but I don't know who's going to play now. And Aubameyang is the only guy that plays, so I have, yeah. I'm just going to put Aubameyang because I don't know who else would play. Fair play. Okay. I'll go 1-1. Uh-huh. And Arsenal seems like anyone could score so for Raul. some reason. I'll go Raul, yeah. Okay. Leicester hosting Fulham. This is what we talked about at Leicester. Should win this game. I got Leicester 2, Fulham nil. Jamie Vardy. I like Leicester 3, uh, Fulham nil, and I'll go with Vardy as well. Yeah. Just because he's safer, but I want to say Harvey Barnes, but I'll, uh, I need Two-Face. Points. Yeah. West Ham and Aston Villa should be actually a fun match on, I think, Monday. Uh, I got 1-1, and I think Ollie Watkins scores for Villa in this one. This is going to be one of those high-scoring games, in my opinion. Okay. And the colors, this is this is the same colors. Mm-hmm. But, or, when, when we used to, back in the day, at least. Now you have these teams with fucking, they have pink jerseys on, but there's no pink in the badge. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mean, like that. Like West Brom, who was wearing, looked like Norwich City I, last week. I want you, it's a kind of side note. I look. I'm all for these wild colors. If they're on your badge, if they're not on your badge, don't wear it. Yeah. Don't look right. a, like a lime green Gatorade bottle when you're Manchester City. Or West Brom. Or West Brom. Um, what's the game? It was uh, Villa and West Ham. Uh, oh yeah, West Ham three, Villa two. Okay. And I'll go. You know what? I think this is gonna get him going. Sub holler. Okay. Seb Aller. Oh, no. I'll go Suchek. 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 Okay, I was going to say, mate, Seb Aller just got one. Uh, <laughs> well, I know. I said, you know, this may, all right. may kick him off what he just did. I'll quickly go over the draft table. Uh, Brian's in first place with 60 points uh, with a plus 18 with his teams. You're right behind one point behind at 59 points plus 17. I'm in third, 52 points, but minus six. Steve's catching up to me with 43 points minus seven. And Jeff is just caboosing everything. 32 points. Which he had a very hot take recently. He said that Canadians are taking over basketball. Yeah, so he said that because (laughs) Purdue has a 7-4 foot center, and I thanked him uh, because Purdue, I mean, they won the other night, uh, and their center, who's a freshman, who's 7-4, looked really good. Out of IMG Academy. Shout out Toronto, Ontario for IMG Academy. I thought IMG IMG Academy was Florida. No, it's it's in a... Well, his, why did his he say? hometown is Canada, but he went to IMG Ca- Academy for high oh. school for high school basketball. I'm sorry. Well, then, IMG, unshout out. IMG Academy is 
you know, one of those yeah, it's one of the athletic schools for soccer too. Shout out, um, who's that fire striker that won the MVP award? Mike McGee. Mike McGee. He well, went to IMG Academy. Well, I am shout out IMG Academy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go to now the oh Steve said kicking people out is more fun, but you could always just let everyone who wants in to pick four to six teams to get the most points because we talked about kicking people out next year. We did. You know what? We can do that. What we can do is we can do a draft where everyone has three teams. And that any teams that aren't picked, well, they don't just get picked. Because let's face it, I have West Brom. Ain't nobody want West Brom. So what I think we can do is this. Anyone who has the first pick is is at an advantage. Because we'll do a snake. And if you do a snake and you're only picking three teams, you're at an advantage. So I think we'll do this. Draft order will be in the order you finished in. Okay. And then that way um, that it's like a relegation team has more trouble coming up. We'll see what happens. Sure. Uh, but where the problem is then, where do we stick Nikhil in? Does he act like a team that just got promoted? So then we yeah. get the last pick? Yeah. He'll okay. be the Vegas Knights. Okay. You're the, you're the Vegas Knights. We're not kicking anyone out. Seattle, actually. We're an all-inclusive club, apparently. The Seattle Fishermen, whatever that fucking name is now. What's, the, what's Seattle's name? Oh, my God. The it's oct- so late, the I lost octopuses it. or some shit? It's the, the Kraken. The Kraken. Yeah, the Kraken. All right, let's go to some comments. Uh, Steve, because we talked about Tony La Russa a few episodes back, he had a comment. He said, the manager in baseball is most like the Royals in England. They're a figure piece. They're the public face of the organization, and they're supposed to show good decision-making skills. La Russa isn't doing that. Any any comments before we move on? Nope. I'm sticking right. with what I said, but uh, I hear him out. But He said, who shot the pens before Salah? Milner. Who shoots the pens for Chelsea? Jorginho. Neither is scoring goals at a regular clip. So I feel like some of the listeners had some qualms with your your statements because we talk, that was when we talked about penalty kick takers. Didn't Mourinho just miss a pen? Uh, I don't know when, but it was somewhat. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And when Miller's on the field with uh, Salah, I'm pretty sure Salah still takes him. Okay. All right. Um, Brian, remember when we talked about if you had all this money, uh, who would you? Who but would that's you a good take? point. I'm just trying to defend myself. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, you know. Hey, everyone has their. Uh, you know. I, but but yeah. I brought up a few players. He did. I mean, who knows? It's it's really an array. I mean, Milivojevic just doesn't doesn't do anything. He's not playing. So bet your life savings he's on Newcastle. <laughs> That's what I read. He's banned. I don't know what he did, but he's banned. Uh, <laughs> he got canceled. He did. Um, Brian said. So if he had all that money, the championship he, team he'd take over is Nottingham Forest. What are your thoughts on that? I don't like that team name. What is it about them you don't like? Is it too, like, Robin Hoodie or, or what's going on there? It's a bit of a stupid name, isn't it? <laughs> Why? I don't like mate? Crystal Palace either. Uh-huh. I don't like Nottingham Forest. Okay. And the Albions can gracefully fuck off. Okay. Rovers is a bit of a joke as well. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Cities, Uniteds, um, the FCs. Mm-hmm. Those are all normal. Let's keep okay. those. What do you think? I mean, I don't mind the unique. I, I just like the names. Keep them. Or, it's a bit unique. The only club I never really cared for was Wigan. I, I don't understand that one. What's your opinion on the Plymouth Argyle? I like them. I'm a big Argyle guy, mate. Yeah. yeah. You got Crington Stanley? If everyone showed up wearing Argyle sweaters to their games, they'd be banana lands. Yeah. Accrington Stanley, I'm a fan. Big Stanley but guy. But numbering on, on, on Argyles would be a bit nuts. That would be bananas. They have Argyle numbers on Argyle. I wonder. Stars. I want to know the background behind that. Plymouth Argyle? Are they still? In, are they in non-league now? They might have moved down. <sighs> I don't know. 
Here's a question for you. Do you like the Plymouth Argyle more or Accrington Stanley? You should ask about Plymouth Argyle to your... To your... Well, do you like Accrington Stanley or Plymouth Argyle more? Well, we played career mode with Accrington Stanley, so my heart is always in Accrington. And did we, we, did we get promoted to the Premier League or did we quit? I think we quit. I think, well, we didn't quit. We just didn't get to the rest of it. Uh, while you find out the answer on Plymouth Argyle, uh, Steve, I don't know if you saw this, did you, or did you see what Tobin Heath said about Manchester City? Yeah. Uh, so Tobin Heath said, we were taught that Manchester is red, like nobody goes to Manchester City games. Oh, I feel like one. City, because they're this modern global team in the United States, where we think they're a really big club. But here in Manchester, it is not a big club. To which uh, Jeff said, there are literally more City fans in Manchester than United. This clown is a dum-dum. Speaking of Tobin Heath, Steve said proof. Jeff said my passport and my eyes. So what's your take on this little rift between these two? Uh, Tobin Heath is someone that currently lives there Uh (laughs) and plays for a Manchester club. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I I went to both stadiums, there seemed to be a lot more buzz and people around United Stadium than cities. Uh Uh-huh. Um, which, I I mean, I, United just a bigger club. They were a bigger club for so long. They're arguably the third biggest club in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Uh, I mean, it's expected that they're bigger in in Manchester. Look, I'm a White Sox fan, and I have no problem saying there are more Cubs fans than White Sox. Because you've been to Manchester too, so you've seen it multiple times. I've yeah. been to Manchester. Yes. So you and Jeff are the only two in the panel. That that have been there. I've been there. I've been to United for a game as well. Okay. I've been there on match days. All right. Um, Jose Mourinho had an Instagram post. He's becoming really popular for his posts. Um, he posted this something. a bit of a wild post. And by said, Mourinho. amazing week of football. Great emotions in the national team matches. Superb friendlies and total safety. COVID test results after matches have been played. Randomers running on the pitch while team sessions are taking place. And much more. Emoji thinking. After another training session with only six players, it is now time to take care of myself. And it shows him doing leg curls. Leg lifts. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, leg lifts, not leg curls. Uh, what's your take on this? Is he, is he just, I mean, is he just having fun this I year? I love the subtle, the subtle dig at it. I think this is a, an amazing post by Jose Mourinho. I love this man. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Jose guy. Yeah. And I agree with him. You're also a big Jack Grealish guy. Big time. Uh, you posted a series of tweets where Jack Grealish talks about Gerard being an unreal man, a uh, <laughs> bit gay, has passion for the game, hope he lifts the title. No one understands how much I love Suarez, my favorite player ever. Uh, what I do for Gerard to score from about 40 yards now. And Man City versus Liverpool, I'm having Liverpool come on the Reds predictions. And these are all in 2012 and 2014. Um, so any hope that Grealish doesn't go to City? Um... You know, if he does, it's for other reasons. I think he said that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also just signed a long-term deal at Villa. And, um, you know, whether it's he wants his club to get rewarded for him or he genuinely buys in being a, a captain. I mean, it, it's no – he likes Gerard, so he's that type of guy that he'd do anything for Villa. It's going to be hard to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, put it this way, I think if another team other than City, another big team is in for him, and they're offering him the same contract slash playing time, you know, something tells me he wouldn't mind going there. Okay. Uh, fans are allowed. 
I don't know if you heard about this. Just because he's he's he, he, sorry, but but he he comes across as not a soccer purist, but he's someone that's in in the game for more than money, more than you know the fake fan base. Like you know you what know, I mean? Like the fa- What did you just say? It was really quiet. What, what was that? Like he he wants to no, be the end. he the wants to, <laughs> the said. fake you, fan base. Uh, fake he fan wants base. to be somewhere where it's you know you feel you feel it. You feel like you're part of something. We just felt another driving offense this week from his uh, offense, uh, his problem in March. That's fine. I love Jack <laughs> Sorry, I had to add that in. Uh, big, big news, Premier League. So in some stadiums, there will be a maximum of 4,000 fans that are allowed. Oh, um, yeah. This was, I, you, know, you know what? Steve I was said, watching. oh, dear. I was watching this during the, when it was breaking. Yeah. Nikhil says, damn, looks like all of Man City's worldwide fan base will be allowed is, in I now. I love that one. That was great. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? Just over. Um, you know, I don't know. It, you know, I, I don't know how it's looked with the NFL teams, if mm-hmm. there have been any cases from that. Or these college games. I mean, I don't want to say it, it has or hasn't been working, mm-hmm. but I'd be interested. I mean, you can't slate something unless, you know, you see how it's done in other areas where it's already being implemented. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, we have it here in, in college sports and and I in some in half of in the some. NFL games. I mean, yeah. we see Philly. Um, I was watching the MLS playoffs. Philly has fans there. Yeah, I, I just the union. You know, there aren't enough statistics to say one way or another, so it's tough. I don't know. I mean, does it? Doesn't it have the potential to hurt more than it can help? I mean, what's wrong? Like we said, you said in the last episode, what's wrong with waiting one more month? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I mean, that's probably what I'd go with just to be on the. You don't want to be that. But four thousand in a big stadium is pretty spread out. So, but again, we talked about it before the game. They meet up after the game. They meet up. That's true. So, but then again, we'll see. you know, the same people that would do that are probably getting together for the games anyway. Yeah. Well, uh I don't know. Maybe, maybe just on Zoom. I don't know. I mean, I'm a weirdo. I like to watch my games kind of in peace and quiet. Sometimes I'm kind of weird like that. But I know a lot of people, like the fire fan base, like to get together and well, probably watch some the games people together. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm more of like a zoo animal. People watch me watch my game. So you guys enjoy yourselves doing that. You and Caitlin laugh at me half the time. Um, Ellen Pardew has a job again. Did you hear about this? Where did he get hired? Alan Pardew is now a technical director. First of all, would you hire Alan Pardew to be a technical director? Yeah. For Bulgarian club CSKA Sofia. They have a Champions League. <laughs> so Alan Par- But, mate, Alan Pardew wasn't even, isn't even that great of a manager. He's a respected guy in the biz. Okay. And he's probably more credited than anyone in that fucking country. Okay, and it is Bulgaria, so, like... If the fire got Alan Pardew, you think that's a big deal? Big time, yeah. All right. Uh, I want to ask you about this. Um, at Liverpool, James Milner has been rewarded with having a door named after him. Did you hear about this? It's bananas. At their new complex. Uh, so he, he basically mentioned something about, uh, you know, he said it's not quite a statue. Uh, he said, explain, basically when the plans were made, we said there should be a door there. Me and Hendo, because the route was a strange setup, so they put a door there. They decided to try and be funny and name it after me. It's wooden hinges, so it's not a statue or a stand, but a door at Liverpool will do me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy for James Miller to have a door funny. named well, after him? Well, you know what? He's someone that we're, he's known for working hard in the training sessions, always finishes best in his fitness tennis. So, you know what? For a training complex, you know, I, it's funny, but 
almost fitting at the same time. So I'm a fan of it. So he closes the door. But on it, but is I mean, it would be means? it would be weird to talk um, to someone and be like, "Yeah, I have a door named after me." Like, right, like, it's pretty well, wild. Do you isn't laugh it? at that, or you're like, "That's actually pretty dope." You know, like where do you? How do you? As an outsider, how do you look at it? I think it's pretty funny, and but it's kind of cool because like. He also has that he doesn't have it, but people have that boring James Miller account. So like he's not he actually has, boring, right? He has this personality, so you know, hey, good stuff. I think, um, yeah. I mean, I guess I'd rather have a door named after me than nothing, right? Yeah. So there's that, and a new complex. So it's going to be there for Jesus. How long? Yeah. I don't know. There you go. So better than having your glasses put in a uh, <laughs> in a time capsule. In a time capsule. Uh, player of the week, Ollie Watkins, forty eight percent. Won the I like the Villa fans usually uh, control these people. They do. Eberechi Eze uh, of pa- Palace had 20. Hakim Ziyech had 18%. And Bruno Fernandez had 14%. Brian said, I voted for Ziyech, obviously. Chelsea bias aside, this is the sickest skill move I've seen in the EPL this season. I believe he did that against a Sheffield player. Yeah. So, does it count for less? No. Okay. So, there's the... Uh, Player of the week, um, Mount Rushmore. Okay, don't be disappointed. We're all enjoying our Thanksgiving. We're just going to give you the results of the last poll of the matchups we had in the panel, so that this week it'll just be a three-way matchup between the winners of those other matchups. And so the winners in match one, Arine. Wow. Oh wait, that's the U- Mount USA more. Which I will bring that up in a second. Actually, um, Arine wins sixty percent to forty percent. Uh, with Zero watching promotions. football, honey ham, mashed potatoes, and blackout Wednesday beating family off time charades and leftovers, which we're all going to enjoy shortly. Nikhil, a 67 to 33% win over Steve. Friendsgiving slacking off at work, pumpkin pie, and Black Friday advancing on that one. Over overeating, ignoring Ignanas, family, lumpia, and hunting, shooting clay. So Nikhil, Arine, and wow. Brian with the overwhelming 92% to 8% victory over Jeff. Wow. Uh, Brian with drinking all day, gravy, turkey, and dessert food table. So, uh, Brian, Nikhil Arin, the final will be on this week. Also, <laughs> make sure to put your votes in. Brian also endorsed himself and told, told people to vote for a very Trump like thing to do without <laughs> actually going with how they feel. Okay. But hey. Um, Whatever. Going back to our results of the U.S. thing, you won eighty to twenty percent. I feel like our fa- like the fans that we have are are young, but the the overwhelming thing that stood out aside Dude, from you, oh, sh- calm down, it. stop. I- I'm over the fact that you won. That's fine. You won. Now the overwhelming thing that people people were pissed at us. People were really mad and said neither of those have Abby Wambach on them. Bullshit fraud. This is from Rob Fink, who was who was in my fraternity a long time ago. I haven't heard from him in a long time till this came up. Um, Devin said you didn't have the Secretary of Defense on your list. And I Arine did. did, so that's why he took you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Nick, uh, you said, let me remind everyone that Clint Dempsey literally okay. scored a World Cup goal with his dick. Nikhil said, and yet Alex Morgan might be twice the soccer player Clint ever was, but you had both of them. So I have two things with Nikhil's comments, and this, was he in your fraternity? Rob Fink. So Rob Fink. And, and Steve, uh, Steve also mentioned that uh, Abby Wambach was a was a – Oversight by both of us, both Steve okay. and Rob Fink. Didn't she like beat her husband too, or whatever she has? I think she has a wife, mate. <laughs> well, 
her partner. Whatever. Even if she didn't. Did she? Look, this is your personal favorites and my personal favorites. Right. These aren't who we think had the greatest accomplishments. Yeah, I agree. So what? I didn't like Abby Wambach that much. She didn't appeal to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I I think for people to I mean so Steve to be fair didn't call us frauds. So no, 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 I have no qualm with. with but Steve. when we've been called frauds, no, fuck you, Rob Fink, you're a fraud. I don't care <laughs> I your relationship with my brother. You don't even know this he, is his brother, and I'm saying calling me a fraud. Rob, if you're listening out there, please let us know. Um, but if we get the guests we're hoping, we and get then as on, far as Nikhil goes, um, don't get me wrong. Um, Alex Morgan's accomplishments in the women's sport is a lot better, but skill-wise, maybe she'd be lucky if she's a third of the player Clint Dempsey, Dempsey is. And again, yes, I understand she's on for her respective, you know, the genders. I mean, let's go back. FC Dallas U18 or U16, sorry, beating the U.S. women's national team. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying um, I love Alex Morgan as much as the next dude, but... Clint Dempsey is, and, and always will be, because probably because of genetics or whatever you want to say it is. And scoring with his dick. Is a better soccer player. Okay, so um, okay, so that was that. We got that one out of the way. Should we mention who we're trying to get, or should we just hold on and see what Let's happens? hold on. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so. We could tell them to tweet at them. Yeah, well, no, we're going to, I'm going to try to set up, because I reached out. And and got real lucky that he answered, and and then we had a conversation. You saw it, yeah. I got that's pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, that's and he pretty, liked my post too. Did you see that? He did. I think he's gonna come on. So we'll with that's with wild. Tottenham having big games too. It's very possible. Okay. Uh, that said, let's let's find out who won the previous. It was a couple weeks ago. Stoolies get excited. There you go. That was a dead giveaway. Uh, <laughs> the first time ever we've had a hundred percent. Pronounce of the week with Giuliani and Lewandowski with the <laughs> four seasons landscaping issue. Barcelona, Greg Clark, and Marseille all had zero percent. Uh, Brian said the Giuliani four seasons thing will never not be funny. He gets my vote. Steve, Barcelona in a close second. I don't know who's running the show there, but it's like, like they just expect everyone to overpay to get their players and don't get why managers don't sue their best ever players because he wanted out and now suing their third best player ever. For some BS, because they, they went after Messi. Yeah, they did. And now they're going after Neymar. Yes. So. Accurate. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, so, yeah. So, because it, it was for suing. I was wondering what that was. It was for suing Neymar. Yeah. All right. And now it's time for this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. And for the first one, we're going to go to high school football. This was sent in by Brian. So shout out, Brian. Uh. It is incredible. So Fayetteville High School, which is in Arkansas, found a brutal way to lose a high school football game Friday night. So Fayetteville was up on Little Rock, Little Rock Central. We all know that's in Arkansas, too. 35 to 34. So they're up by one. They're deep in their own territory. I'd say they're about on the 17, 16-yard line. And they have fourth down. Four seconds left, right? So what do you do? you got to find a way to run the clock out, right? Either you punt it or you have a player just run around in the back until the four seconds run out. Well, no, they kneeled it. So when they kneeled it, or sorry, there were two seconds left. When they kneeled it, there was still time on the clock. So Fayetteville coaches thought they'd won the game, but the official review had ruled that Central had two seconds left. So that set up a really easy 29-yard field goal, and that was the end of it. Uh, 
um, not only did Little Rock win, but Fayetteville's season ended. They're out. They're out of, uh, I think, the playoffs. Yep. So what a harsh way to lose. I mean, if you... That's bad coaching. Fourth down and you kneel to give the other team the game. That's unreal. How furious would you be if that was your coach? And you let's say you were a defender on that team. If I'm the quarterback, though, I kind of run around, though. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the coach and the quarterback. Now, if you're a guy that had nothing to do with it, if you're the defender, how pissed are you? I'm devastated, especially if I'm a senior. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, very rough stuff. Uh, yeah, I felt really bad for, for those those seniors because that, that was their playoff game. Yeah. Uh, then A lot of them have, their last, last football game ever. Yeah, I mean, that's... Ugh. Yep. That's rough. That is that is really rough. Um, then Steve sent us this one. Uh, there was Leverkusen goalie Lucas Radecki, who's a pretty decent goalie, right? Would you say he's a pretty decent goalie? Yeah. Lucas Radecki. So he received a back pass in uh, Leverkusen's match against Armenia Bielsfield. Or what's that team's name, mate? Bielfield. Bielfield, yeah. Uh, and... As he's receiving the pass, the ball just goes under his foot and goes into the goal. Mate, it was a, one of a, a terrible own goal. You could see it retweeted. Um, but do you feel bad for for him on that one? Yeah. I mean, does that just happen? You lose concentration and whoop, there it goes. Yeah. So that happened. They still won the match two one, so it wasn't as bad. Still a bit rough in my opinion. They were part of my parlay. Oh, well, you still won, yeah. right? It wasn't like you had a... Yeah. Because sometimes you could... Did you know you could do parties where you do zero goals, like clean sheet? Like a team... You could bet on a clean sheet, apparently. I haven't seen it in a prop, but... Uh, you know, right. I've been I'm messing with the Asian lines. If I'm super confident, I hit them with the minus 1.75. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then there's Artem Juba. Your boy. He was dropped from Russia's team this week because... Now, it's not completely his fault... But a video got out of him. Uh, he was dropped from the Russia squad for a masturbation video. Um, Your so, boy. Yeah, I guess someone hacked his phone and had a video of him doing it, and it got released, and then Russia dropped him. And then for Zenit, he missed a penalty, actually, in the match for Zenit. The crowd booed him. He, then later in the match, he scored the equalizer and the winner, so the crowd then cheered him. See, again. I feel bad for this guy, though. Well, first for of all, it's hilarious. Zuba. I do and don't at the same time. Uh-huh. I do feel bad because, well, someone hacked him. Right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you know, he was like, here's and, my dick, here's the internet. And, well, and that's the worst video that uh, can get hacked. Can you imagine? You're like, that is the worst video. Can you think of a worse video no. than that? Can you imagine that you're like just going for one of your seshes and all of a sudden you're on the internet? Yeah, bro. That's like, that's a Black Mirror episode. The yeah. kid's jacking off and it gets sent out everywhere. Right. This happened to Artem, but <laughs> at the same time... Never. This was in his phone, so he had recorded it. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess so. So you're what right, are you right, doing, right. recording yourself jerking off? And you know, even if it's for a girl, that's unreal. That's wild. That is wild. Just Artem, go to her place. Have, have a word. That's wild. It's mate. He's following protocol. COVID. That's <laughs> wild. All right. Then this one is. This one's so one. He's of, jerking off. This, this is one. Of the, Sex yeah. thing is protocol with a mask on. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I don't know. That's wild. Can you imagine? So that's why I feel bad and don't at the same time because who the fuck does that? But then again, it's like someone. What if that shit. became a genre? That would look. A lot of people can't bounce back from that. I mean, so this is gonna get wild here. So, that, what put, do you mean that? What if that's a genre? I'm no, sure no, that maybe no. Girls know. If well, that's, that's what a I'm genre. saying. So people cover your ears if children are around. Cover their ears. 
Like, you know, okay, so I'm going to delve into the world of porn for a second here. Okay. So you know how there are those videos that, like... Girls uh, fingering themselves? No, the girl will take the shot in her underwear and then put it on. I've never seen that. They, yeah, they do On my that. 25 years I've on this seen earth. It. Mate, I've seen some... Well, I've been here longer. I've Wait, seen a lot of their, shit. in their... So, like, they'll be doing stuff with the guy, and then, like, they'll jerk <laughs> him off, and he'll go in her... Like, she'll, like, pull her panties open. That's wild. You so she goes it. out of the scene and gets her panties? No, 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 no. She pulls them down, or, like, they're, you know, the video starts with them, like... <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. You haven't seen it? Never. No, it's... I've seen a lot of things. And so... <laughs> no, what they'll do is they'll, like... No, they'll mess with the dude, and they'll have, like, their their underwear pulled down. Like, okay. To, like, to their knees or whatever. Like, their thighs, lower thighs. And then the dude will go into the underwear, and then she'll put an underwear on. So it's, it's like a like, To me, I'm just like, that's got to be gross. Yeah. Now, imagine if that becomes a genre with masks. <laughs> they do it in the mask, and then the girl puts the mask on. Dude, this is that's some Artem wild scenarios. That's, would... Artem, that's Artem's masturbation video, mate. Oh, wow. All right. It's late. I got to move on. This is bananas. Um, Press, well, it's probably because it is late. I'm saying shit like this. Preston's Darnell Fisher. You, you've seen this. Yeah. Everyone saw this video. So he's a defender on Preston. And he's been charged by the FA after grabbing Callum Paterson, uh, his genitals, essentially. So the, I mean, you've seen Twice. the video. It wasn't like, and it definitely wasn't on X. Right. The footage shows him touching Paterson in the groin area twice, as you said. And like, like you said, it wasn't one of those like taps either. It literally was a grab. Like he just goes, I, I'm, I'm like twice. It was a pretty aggressive grab. Yeah. Here's my question what to you. What was that all about? If someone, <clears throat> wow, it's late. If someone does that to you, do you get defensive? I'm okay. So because when I watched the video, the right. guy that gets his balls aggressively touched, he like honestly, I'm really shocked because he has no reaction to it. If someone like he could grabs he my ball, his shoulder and looks. if someone grabs my balls even on accident, I'm doing like that move, you know, the shimmy and being like, whoa, what's going on? All right, I'm I'm gonna share a story with you, and I'm not proud of it. It happened to me at the fire pitch. <laughs> a guy, and I was in the box getting ready for a corner, just like this. Not quite as bad as this. The guy did a quick grab, <laughs> and I it's and I said a really really bad thing I shouldn't have said. Huh? Yeah, I I call him the F thing. Okay. You know, I said effing. Like, yeah, don't yeah. be effing. Yeah. And then... <laughs> wait! Wait! We had a conversation. You said, oh, I've never... Uh, you shouldn't say that on the pitch. And I said, hey, man, things like that are said all the time. And you yeah. said it! Well, you know, uh, yeah. It was it was rough. It was bad. Okay, go on, though. But, like, I just didn't like it. And, I, and then right when I said it, I said, oops, that was not right. Um, and then people on the other team got mad at me. I said, well, tell your guy to stop grabbing my dick. Like, because he did. He did. Like, okay. clearly. So it's happened. And I slipped. And, you know, yeah. So... Yeah, calm on his end. I don't know how he just shrugged and said, ref, what is this? Because in our league, you tell the ref, Pedro is sleeping at, you know, at the center circle. He's not going to call anything. He's just yeah. kind of, or not Pedro, Pepe is what we used to call the ref. You know, the little fat Mexican guy with his glasses. So, uh, I don't know. So, so anyway, with all this said, who are you taking? Um, so, our our options are Fayetteville High School for taking a knee on fourth down. To lose the game and get knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, Lucas Radecki, the Leverkusen goalie who got a pass from his defender, goes under his leg and into the goal. They still won. Okay. Artem Djuba for uh, being dropped from the Russian squad for his masturbation video. <laughs> and Darnell Fisher, Preston North End defender, who's been charged by the FA after grabbing Callum Patterson's junk 
twice, clearly. Okay. I want to say that one, but apparently uh-huh. it's a tactic used, and luckily it hasn't been done to me. D- yeah, it's as terrible. I think I would flip out and probably hit the guy. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with the masturbation video, just because that's a <laughs> wild scenario, dude. And he ended up bagging goals, so. Yeah. It's a wild story all around. Mm-hmm. On and off the pitch, so. Yeah, I think we. I'll give it, it to Artem Zhuyba, who's really? also been on my FIFA Ultimate team when I made an All Russian squad. Goodness, he had a gold card, yeah, or this, not uh, like a whatever. I don't think we're gonna have a hundred percent on this one. Shit. I think this is one of the hardest ones we've had because it's so good all around. And I think Darnell Fisher's the easy answer because it's like Cause made, that's legit nonsense. That's nonsense about. But <laughs> if I about. were if I were a fan that was like watching the game, <laughs> mate, that's nonsense about. I'm thinking about. What moment would have pissed me off the most? And I think Fayetteville taking a knee and then losing the game. <laughs> like, those seniors will not get another game in high school Ever. because of this move. I'm going with Fayetteville High School. I'm going, I, But I think all of these are amazing. That video blows my mind when I watch it. Unreal. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yep. believe it. All right. So let's go to the uh, fantasy corner. Uh, top scores this week, Calvert-Lewin 13, Robertson 12, Milner, Milner 11. James Milner, uh, Bruno Fernandez eleven, and then four people tied with ten. That'd be three goalies: Leno, Pope of Burnley, Loris, and then Son had ten. Okay. Uh, top incomings: Diego Yota, Bruno Fernandez, Jamie Vardy, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Ben Chilwell. Outgoings: Zaha. By the way, COVID. it's Bruno Fernandez. Huh? Bruno Fernandez. Apparently, that's the correct way to say it. When did Bruno they say Fernandes. this? Who said this? I was watching uh, the game on one of the English broadcasts, and that's how you're supposed to say it, apparently. Bruno Penans. No, Fernandes. Penans. Oh. Uh, Yota, Penans. Vardy, DCL, Chilwell, incoming. Zaha. Most of these outgoings, it's because they're injured or COVID. Zaha, COVID. Trent, injured. Yeah. Roman Seiss, believe it or not, injured. Front of the pod. Salah, COVID. James Rodriguez. um, I have a question No injury or no COVID. Looks like just... Big I got a balls. question for you. Yeah. Do you blame Salah for getting COVID? Because he went to his brother's wedding and got it there. Now, it's, you your, blame brother, his brother? it's your brother's wedding. You're not going to not go. Right. So is it his brother's fault for having the wedding? Yeah, but ultimately, they Did asked Did Mohamed Lenny go to it, too? Because he got it as well. I, probably not. I don't know. But I'm saying that a reporter asked Klopp if he was upset, and he goes, of course I'm not upset. Um, but then he kind of got flack for that. Would you, would you... It's your brother's wedding. Would you be upset? I'd be mad at his brother. I'd be like, listen, mate, this slide should have had a better plan. <laughs> but... Some people can't, you know, what financially what, what, afford what? to postpone or, you know... Yeah, it's true. But then I'm sure Mo Salah with his, you know, soccer money... They could have figured that yeah. out. <laughs> listen, Mo Salah, they could have figured that out. That could have been his gift to his brother. Listen, yeah. we're going to have a non-COVID wedding. Also, Nick Saban getting COVID twice. Mate, I don't think he beat... We had an argument once, remember, off camera? I said he beat and COVID. And you said that he beat COVID in three days. I go, mate, I'm pretty sure it was just a false... I'm it was going false, the test results. It was a false positive, this is my opinion. How the hell does he have it again, then? He might. He's one of the Different three strain. people that got it again. <laughs> Nick Saban's a wild He man. beat it, now he can't coach. I think now he really has it, but then he didn't. That's my take. Maybe. I think he had a false positive because then the next three were negative. But we'll see. Yeah, Nick Saban has COVID again. But he coached that game. Hopefully, you know what? Hopefully he gets back to normal. Yeah, shout out Nick Saban. Good luck. Cheers. um, I'll probably bet bet their spread because they're a wagon this year. All right. uh, Players to pick up. I got a couple. If you still haven't gotten Hakim Ziyech, 
8.3 million after Tottenham, they have some easy fixtures. And I think he'll get you quite a few assists if he's playing, which I think he will. And yeah, he's pick, pretty he's pretty solid in that lineup, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. 8.3 million. Like when the fuck is Captain America coming back? I, I don't know. I'm waiting. I'm he's, waiting. I don't want him to be one of those guys. Our guest might be able to tell us. Our guest is a big Captain America guy. I'm a uh, big Captain America guy, too. A lot of people are. A lot of Americans are. Uh, <laughs> Hector Bellerin, 5.1 million. Um, he's getting a lot of clean sheets because Arsenal's defense is good. But I've seen a lot out of him this year that in the Leeds game, he created two good chances. And throughout the past few weeks, any chances they've had, they usually go through him running up. Um, so Hector Bellerin might be a good shout coming up soon. And, um, yeah, there's that. Do you have any players to look out for? Um, ben Me. What? Why Ben Me? He's going to strike. Okay. Wow. That is one of the most bananas things I've ever heard. So Arjen's pick this week is Ben Me. <laughs> All right. Let's, with that said, is let's go because he's going to strike. I don't know. Does he play for Burnley still? With that said, let's go to the gambling corner. Uh, for the, so this week was a good week. He's we gonna start. We gambled well. He, what, if he scores this week, that'll be wild. <laughs> or if they get a clean sheet, you get points for a clean he sheet. Plays for Burnley. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, maybe he'll clean sheet. He's captain. C- he's playing Man City this week. <laughs> All right. Ben me will strike. has advised you to pick up a defender that's playing against City this week. <laughs> and is arguably on the worst team in the league. Right. So No, second worst. Fulham's undisputed. So let's go to the gambling corner. You had one bet. You've been doing this thing with one bet. Yeah. Man United Everton money line. Parlay, you hit it. You won fourteen seventy on your $10 bet. Yep. So you're up fourteen seventy this week. I had two wins, too. I took Chelsea and Everton parlay to win nine thirteen. And then I took West Ham to win 7-15. So I won 16-28 this week. Big weeks for us. The only other person to have bet this week was Steve. And he lost 460. He won on Chelsea minus one, but lost on Villa. And then picked a draw in Tottenham. Um, didn't get that. So overall, the standings are this. And this, this is incredible. Look at all the positives. I'm in first with plus 34-31. Yep. You're in second with plus 21 By the way, I was in the gutter two weeks ago. Three yeah. weeks ago. So that's... Good for Brian and Trevor if they ever want to bet. Uh, you had plus 21.54. Steve plus 18.22. So these are all the positives. Then we jump. Trevor negative 15.80. Brian negative 29.70. Yep. What's your advice to those guys in the negatives? My advice to those guys in the negatives? Yeah. Live life. Take take a shot at it. Don't, okay. be, don't be a pussy. Wow. Look, that to make... If you want to win things, you can't go small. You can't go light. You got to go for it all. Okay. And if you fucking stumble, get back up and make a bigger impact. Fucking bet the house and win it. Turn that shit around. That's what I did. I'm proof. I told you. I told you. And I'm going to win this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to win this. Okay. I'm winning this at the end of the season. I won it last year. I'll win it again. So the reason I told you to give advice is because Brian sent us uh, a tweet. said, Ashton says, stop the props. You sound like Trump asking to stop the count. Mind him. Fuck that. Whoa. That's why you keep losing. Hold on. He goes, fuck that. It's all funny money, so I'm going to keep doing wild bets. Funny money. Well, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, so mind you. Yeah, and he, I said, you're lost, mate. The funny money speaks for itself. Trevor then says, is Brian the only person from the gambling corner using funny money based on results? It's a good thing. So, man, Brian, everyone's coming at you. He says, I know my strengths and weaknesses. Gambling falls in the weakness category. 
So he says, Trevor should know that if he remembers the time we were in Vegas together, I lost all my money the first night and resorted to creating my own casino in the hotel room. <laughs> so there's that. What are your bets this week before we log off here? Um, so just real quickly, I have, I'm parlaying mm-hmm. Everton and Newcastle. Everton's All 10 bucks? A, Everton's plus 100. Oh, you put Everton on that too now. Yeah. Everton's at home against Leeds plus 100. Newcastle's away at Palace. Palace missing Zaha, Mihalovic, and Wayne Hennessy, mm-hmm. uh, which is your best striker, your best midfielder, and your goalkeeper. Um, Newcastle getting Callum Wilson back. So that's going to be plus 580. Oh, Jesus. So I'm putting 10 bucks on it to win 58. 58. Wow, okay. You like that's, that one, huh? That's why. Well, Everton is, yeah, Everton's tough. I picked the draw in that game, so I don't know. Oh, fair enough. But I do like this one. I picked City and Leicester in their parlay. City's playing Burnley at home. Leicester's playing Fulham at home. Put a nice, cool 8 bucks to win 623 and then take a $2 risk, which is not a big risk because you picked New- Newcastle as well. I got Newcastle to win over Palace tomorrow. $2 to win 460 So... I could potentially win ten eighty three this week if I hit. You could win fifty eight bucks. So and as far as putting your money where your mouth is, I've only gone and done it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You have. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else before we log out? No. Yeah, because we got to get this thing chopped up, edited, and gosh, I will be waking up in two hours, three hours, three hours. You're leaving that early. Well, we have to be there by noon, so we got to head. We gotta eat breakfast here at nine. Uh, well, head out by ten. Wake up at six a.m., bro. It's oh, two hours. By the time we finish at chopping and editing it, probably two three hours. Fair enough. Uh, that said, uh, let's send it I to. I probably want to leave at the same time as you guys, though. Really? You're gonna leave that early too? Oh, okay. So let's hand it off to the. Um, are they still? They're not leading La Liga anymore. But let's hand it to um, a guy that ruined one of your parlays. Real Sociedades. Um, but yeah. let's let's give it to a guy that ruined one of your parlays, mate. Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening.